one person that keeps disliking everything that we do. Some bitch. That one person that comes out of nowhere just to do it. Uh, right. I don't think it's somebody that comes out of nowhere. I think they just they're just forever hurt. They just eternally hurt. Like, and, uh, like, and bro, just I mean, automatically dislike anything that you do. Yeah, I mean, like, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, likes or dislikes is engage is engagement. It helps. And I know I'm not the biggest channel in the world, but it 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 it, it helps. But just to come through, I see the 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 stream count change by one. And then I see that dislike goes on, and then the the, the count goes back down. Mm-hmm. It's like you really take your time not to do shit like that. Is I mean, I, it's beyond me. I don't get it. Well, I mean, when you haven't seen a vagina besides your mother's, that's yeah, kind of just how you operate. Some, yeah, about to say in some cases, not even that. All they saw is the the the, the blurry look outside of a test tube. That's it. <laughs> Well, what can you do, man? I mean, hey, it's cool. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm doing something that, and I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody because we all do it here. But we're out here for the most part. We're out here playing games. You know, we're playing video games. We're not sitting here just dicking around about Madden and 2K and 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 running behind developers all the time. I mean, that that shit's old. We're doing that shit for 15 years. It's time to do something different. Actually, so, uh, close enough. <laughs> you know well, what? Five year, you know, but you know what, dude? You know what, DJ? That might be wrong. Some of these dudes probably been doing it prior to YouTube. Probably been in the forums back in Operation Sports and these other places. But that's, so maybe that's, it, that's different, though. Well, you know, no. Think about it. People. Think about yeah. it, though. Technically, it has been 15 years because Madden 13 was people were definitely doing the shit back then. Well, yeah, so it has been think, 15 years. Yeah, I, I wouldn't no, be surprised. Madden was, 13 was was 2012. So when that and this that's seven years. This Listen, seven years later. Only, yeah, the only thing I'm years. saying is I would not be surprised. Oh, my fault. I'm doing it. That's what I'm about to say. I yeah, put it like this. I put I would not be surprised that pre-YouTube you had some of these people doing the same shit. YouTube just not didn't just not bring these people out to do this shit. They, they just did it amongst their boys. Exactly. They probably did it amongst their boys. They probably did it on these little forums that was out there. It probably was a like Operation Sports and shit prior to that. Just because YouTube showed up, that doesn't mean they all of a sudden they just been obsessed with Madden and it trying just to run made it more problem. visible. I, I get exactly, that. exactly. But but majority of the public doesn't. That they didn't really look at the forums of that nature. Like, oh, this guy is from this forums that does do YouTube now. They they only know like maybe one or two. But like, yeah, it's kind of like the dirt sheets. In uh in wrestling, if you go back to like the nineties, trust me, I know. Yeah, they right. were doing that trust shit me, back then. I know. Right. Yeah. Listen, and I was following wrestling. They had a a, a local hotline in in Georgia yep. where you can call and and you can vent. You can get all the news. You can get all the shit off, off of your telephone. So yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. Um, this is episode ninety six of the First and Frenemies podcast. Moving closer to one hundred. Um, myself, VF Baller, Bills Fourth, DJ eighty one. Uh, we're going to talk about the first half of the NFL season. Um, DJ actually came up with an interesting topic about um, Dwight Howard. And outside all that gay shit, I don't want to talk about that. But actually Come talking on, about it. man. I mean, you know, because, you know, some people are going to be thinking about it. As soon as they see Dwight Howard, that's what they're going to think. <sighs> but on a serious note, this man has been playing some decent basketball. So I think that's something that we need to talk about. And we're going to talk about some gaming in 2019. Like this year of gaming has been actually pretty good. We're going to look at t- talk about some games that we've played. And um, since it's already November, the, the gear is already about over. So we're going to talk about a few games about that. 
and, uh, about this year and talk about a little bit things going forward. So, nevertheless, uh, Bills, man, how you been? Same shit, different day. Just grinding, grinding, grinding. Play Call of Duty today. And, uh, yeah, Call of Duty hasn't changed. Yeah, but, I, just, I just finished the campaign on my uh, – on my live stream today, but I actually have something to talk about with uh Call of Duty in a second, but mm. yeah, what the fact that uh you won the debate? No, no, well, well, no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not gonna I'm do like that. Just ration, I, yeah, I'm not that, gonna but... do that, but but no, I have something to talk about, it's kind of interesting. Mm. What's up? What, what about you, DJ? What's going on? Well, I released another blog, talked about Death Stranding. I know we kind of talked about it on Tuesday, so the next day, released the blog. So hopefully you guys have already checked it out and and have, uh, you know, left a comment, feedback, wherever it can be. On Read Twitter and be educated. To, or be entertained at the same or time. Edu- or educate yourself and learn how to read. Wow. Coming from the person that I was just um, about to do that. Hey, I ain't gonna worry about control. that. I know I can read. I'm highly educated. You can, you can have your jokes. You can have your jokes all day. I got. Hey, you went to college. You don't. You don't get to college educated. without being able to read unless you're a five star athlete at North Carolina or something. Man, man wow. listen. I know I be multitasking when I read, so I know I'm gonna slip up with some words, but. I'd be damned if y'all go say and say I'm illiterate. That's not <laughs> right. You know you gotta be. Nobody calls you for... illiterate. I did. Exactly. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not walking away from that. I mean, okay, you I can, you what can, I you, said you, when you were tripping you, over you, everything you, you was can, reading. You, you can keep, you you can keep die your soft ass. Yeah, you can die on that hill and have your Shoot. soft butter brittle. Who brittle says brittle. I'm dying on <laughs> that hill? And, 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 and have the coach you, you, you got that butter brickle bitch opinion, and you can have it. <laughs> it ain't it was happening. Hey, butter brickle hey, bitch. It's opinion. not my affliction. That's yours. Oh my god. But anyway, um, as you see the Abby, I got up the uh the championship apparel. So all you Mets fans, Philly fans, Braves fans, and uh I was about to say dolphins. <laughs> Are there whatever, any of those whoever the Miami baseball team is? The Marlins. Yes, the Marlins. Oh, that's what they are. It's still yeah. a fish. Yeah, it's other fish. Just a, a poorly Just a sorry ass fish. fish. Yeah, a poorly branded fish. But uh yeah. So it's just another I wish NYK could see this. I I'm sure well he can. It. I mean he has access to actually get into this podcast, so it, there's no excuse that he can or can't see anything. Yeah, because he needs to see world champions. Washington Nationals. Just like Noble said, just don't be deaf and try to play with VF. Yeah, oh, no, right? yeah, exactly. No, I, 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 will, I will stick with that. There's no reason for you to be <laughs> deaf with headphones on trying to play a game with teamwork. Oh, my God. It makes no sense. Christ. Okay, tell me. Y'all going to try to communicate with that person when he's deaf? And he's don't to maybe maybe he doesn't have headphones on. Maybe he's oh. just trying to play the game. He could be balling out. You still going to hate what? on that man? Personally, yeah. I don't – personally, I'll have a mic on or I'll have a mic off. It doesn't matter to me. I can communicate through my actions in the game, and I can see the actions of others to adjust. I need a headset. I'm not going to lie. When I hop in when I hop in a TDM game, I automatically mute everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's TDM. I get that. I get that. I get that. And to tell you the truth, I do my best work when I'm not really talking. I, I'm not a talker that and true. communicator that's- while I'm trying to – because most of the time I'm getting killed when I'm trying to tell everybody, hey, that's there's why, a person. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, every time I'm I stream total, 2K, I get my ass whooped. Yeah, I'm the total opposite. I'm the total opposite. Uh, uh nevertheless, um, 
what we're gonna do? We're gonna do our picks first. We're gonna talk about halfway through the season. Which one do y'all want to do? Oh, we can do both. I mean, they go both kind of. I mean, they basically go hand in hand. So I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me get the notepad out. Week ten, man. Jeez. A lot of time to worry about the Redskins pick. They're off this week. Yeah, yeah man. They finally. They can win or lose the bye. I mean, hell, the Falcons lost. Well, they, no, apparently they already <laughs> lost the bye because of the Trent Williams situation just escalating. Exactly. So, I mean, they can lose the bye. Like I said, the Falcons lost their bye. So, well, either All way, right. Bruce Allen's still a bitch. <laughs> so, we got the Chargers and the Raiders for the Thursday night game. Yeah, it's coming on tonight. I'm taking, ooh. If the Chargers show up like they did last a few days ago, it's gonna be hard to pick against them. I'm but going I'm with the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders though. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't I, I don't see the Chargers playing that good two days in a row. I'll take the Raiders. Yeah, that's so a sweet Raiders. Okay, go black. All <laughs> right. Um, ew, this is a stuck ass battle in New York. You got the two and seven Giants against the oh. one and seven Jets. Give me the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to take the Giants on this one. Adam Gates is going to mess this up, so I'll take him on that. I am going to take a chance. Jets. Okay. All right. Um, y'all going to have to give me two seconds. My son is getting – he's gotten sleepy really, really fast. And he is ready <laughs> yeah, to go to he was listening to your voice. No, let's, let's, we're, not, we're, not, we're not gonna do that. That no, wasn't I'm not, I'm slander. Not, I'm not, I'm not, your I'm voice not, I'm is soothing. Look, man, look, look, baby, look, I was too. Time, my voice is soothing. Get that gay shit out of here. <laughs> That's not gay. That's a neutral description. Just because your vocabulary is not where mine is oh doesn't God. mean you have to call it gay. <laughs> We've had We've had the word gay said in a detrimental fashion like five times already on the show. And by one person. I know, right? He's going to get flagged off his own fucking podcast. It's going to be right. the DJ and Bill's fucking podcast. Um, They're going to well, protest my blogs. That's right. And you know, I'm going to be saying on there, too. Like, really? <laughs> First, he said he wouldn't play with anybody that was deaf. Then he started talking about gay people. Special needs in the LBG community will Two all be against this go podcast. After, man. Two of the worst uh, sections of people. Ah, boy. Uh, we can't do our picks now. We're waiting for this man. So, uh, yeah, Call of Duty. Let me talk about Call of Duty for a second. So, um, they're adding two maps tomorrow. There's going to be one for Ground Wars and one multiplayer map. So right, gonna, I got a question. Why yeah, they still going to be quick? What you tell why, why, why are they still um supporting Ground War? Bro, I have no idea. I think people honestly like it. I don't know why. I think, but... I think they're trying to like it. I, I, I mean, it's not a bad mode. They just need to. They really need to take the Call of Duty perks out of it. That will make it much because it's like it's like conquest mixed with Call of Duty perks. And it, I think the I, only I, people that like it are people who haven't played Battlefield. Absolutely, I agree. I, I, agree. I think I think if they play Conquest and Battlefield or any of those other team-based modes, they would hate it because destructible environments kind of takes the umph out of it. Uh, Call of Duty really tried to do Battlefield, and they can't do Battlefield because they refuse to implement destructible environments. And it just ends up being a camp fest, and yeah. Yeah, I only have the beta experience with that. I actually liked it, so... Because it yeah, wasn't bad for me, it was the change of pace. And to tell you the truth, I'm more worried about playing in a modern setting mm. than in World War II. So, right. That, but that's just me. 
nobody knew the map, so at that time it was pretty cool. But now that everybody kind of knows where to sit, it's like, ugh. Right. I mean, but Ground War do need more maps because they only have like what two? Yeah, they only have. Yeah, that's two. crazy. Um. So Back yeah. Uh, so yeah, DJ took the Jets and me and VF took the Giants. Yeah, we're taking the Giants. Um, Lions at the Bears. Um, I'm taking Lions. I'm taking the Lions too. I have yeah. no faith in the Bears. Wait a minute, where, where is this game taking place? Chicago. In Chicago. It doesn't Bears. matter. M- I'm, M- I'm taking Bears. I, I have no faith in Mr. Trubisky. If he's if he's under center, they're losing. I still have faith in that defense. I'm them, taking Bears. Them motherfuckers can play in a local park and Mr. Biscuit still stink it up. Right, exactly. It, it has nothing. It, it, the defense only can hold him up for so long. Matthew Stafford's gonna find a way to put points up. What could have been, man? Um, the six and two Ravens against the zero and eight Bengals. Is this a possible trap game? Trap game? No, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, it's possible. I don't know, bro. Lamar Jackson will shine once again. The Ravens will beat them by. 17 points. I'm not points. saying I'm picking the Bengals, but I don't know. Coming off a win against the Patriots. 17 I'm, plus win. I'm picking the Bengals on this one. Mm-mm, 17 plus I'm win. I'm picking the Bengals. I, I, I have no. Okay, who, who's the quarterback for the Bengals? Doesn't matter. Trap game. <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it matters. I nope. think it's just the situation nope. itself. Nope. that. Yeah, it. I'm going by it. I'm going by it. This, the thing, this is, is a trap game. It, it could be a trap game, but the Bengals have no momentum. They can't score three points if the field goal is in their face. The, the Dolphins have a trap the game. The Dolphins didn't have any momentum. The Dolphins didn't have any momentum last year going into week 17 against the pass, and they ended up winning on well, that last second bullshit. But the, the Dolphins always find a way to beat the pass. they always up for that game. And the Bengals always find a way to give teams they have no business in the, in the AFC North giving them trouble. The Bengals have no recollection of doing that since Carson Palmer. They're they're going to lose this game. That's not true. Yes, they are. They're going. I'm to not going to pick the Bengals, but I think this will go. I think this will go deep into the fourth. They're going, they're going to beat them by 17 plus points easily. We'll see. Um, DJ took the Bengals. Oh, that's interesting. I just saw something about the Clippers. Hmm. Yeah, didn't they get fined or something like that? It, just fifty thousand. Yeah, really? Yeah, yep. Um, Bills at the Browns. Give me the Bills. Yeah, Bills. Um, Browns. I don't know if it's something about that organization or is it? It was it a coach problem? Push over ass coach, bro. I, I'm starting to think if it's just a coach or it's just the Browns in general. You have all this talent and you still mean to tell me you only get two and six. I I, I don't know if it's the organization's curse or is it is the coach is a mix between both. Something isn't right with Cleveland Browns in general. Something yeah, isn't right. Who are you taking? Uh, yeah, so bills. I'm taking Bills. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. Um, cool. Ah, Anthony Radon got the Silver Slugger Award. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got, uh, a couple, we got a couple of Braves got some too. Chiefs and the Titans. I don't know the status on Mahomes. They did say they're increasing his uh, workload and oh, practice. Anticipation. Yeah, I heard he's supposed yeah. to play. Um, Give me the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, Give me the Chiefs, Chiefs regardless, honestly. I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm taking Chiefs on that Chiefs regardless. It doesn't really matter whether he plays or not to me. Um, Falcons and the Saints. Is there any way anybody takes the Falcons here? No, the Saints are going to blow them out by probably 24 points plus. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick the Saints on this one. Yeah. You know, Matt Ryan's not playing. Um, the defense is abysmal. Um, Devontae Freeman, I think he got benched, so you're gonna have Brian Hill in the backfield. Um, 
Matt Schaub is probably going to be rattled playing in New Orleans. I think New Orleans probably win this game like 30 to 3, maybe 40 to 14. It's going it's going to be nasty. I hope they score more than that because I have Julio on my fantasy team. That's a different story. Um, yeah, you, you, not not with Matt Schaub, you shouldn't. I hope he <laughs> no. does. Um, Cardinals at the Buccaneers. I want to take the Buccaneers, but I don't know. The Cardinals have been playing pretty well as of late. If the Buccaneers play anywhere near how they played against the Seahawks, the Buccaneers will win, but the Buccaneers are so inconsistent, it's hard to pick them. They're playing at home, so it may help, but – um. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers by three, maybe seven. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers on this one. You know, give me the Cardinals, man. I'll, I'll take the Cardinals. Cardinals could win this one, but I but I, it's gonna be close either way. And I think the Buccaneers just gonna have the edge. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, one and seven Dolphins at the Colts. Mm. Colts. I'm taking Colts. I don't know if Brissett's out or not. It doesn't matter. I'm taking the Colts. Um, I think he may be. I think he may be out, but I think the Colts will take this one. Um, I don't see the Dolphins beating them. Dolphins got their one win for the year. I don't even think they're gonna try the win. They like stumbled into that win last week. Um, Panthers at the Packers. I think the Packers bounce back and take this one. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the Packers will bounce back, but I would not be surprised if the game would be closer than we think. Who retracted? What did Neff say? He said something about he was a fan or something. No, he was saying something about Mitch. What was it? Uh, the did there more of a chance of a fan throwing beer onto the field from section eight thirty nine or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So why did I mean, you? Re- that's what hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, you can bring off, it back. Yeah, I could bring it back on Streamyard so y'all can see what it said. Okay. There All it right, is. Hold. He said, "I'm taking the fan in section eight thirty six in Chicago to throw uh, a beer on the field by the third quarter." <laughs> so what did he retract his own? Okay. Yeah, he, he did Um Rams and Steelers. Rams. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. 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 I don't feel like this is a game that Jared Goff will rear his ugly head. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's it being Give me give me the Steelers, man. I don't yo. Listen. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said Rams first, but I mean, come to think about that, the Steelers yeah. might hold that one. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm taking Steelers. I was, I, I, I thought of Rams and big, but you got to think about it. The Steelers won three straight. They're playing pretty good ball. Vikings at the Cowboys. This is going to be a story of Kirk Cousins. Game of the week material right here. Yeah, definitely. It's Sunday at eight for a reason. So that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna take the Cowboys on this as well, but um, that's gonna be a really good game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Vikings. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna take, I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm I wouldn't gonna... be surprised. I'm not convincingly saying the Cowboys will win, but yeah. I'm taking the Cowboys. But it'll Vikings, be a good game. Yeah, I think this was gonna be probably between this one and uh, Monday night game. This, this might be game of the week material. And then the Monday night game: Seahawks and the 49ers. I got the Seahawks on this one. I got to flip a coin on this I'm one. Still, I'm still running with my running back, man, Matt Breda. <laughs> That's the only reason why. I'm not saying that the 49ers are better. I just I just want to see my man succeed, Matt Breda. I'm uh, taking the this, 49ers. This technically is the first real test of the 49ers, so yes. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
The Now mind you now, I'm taking the 49ers for one sole I reason. I know. It's not it's not because I think they can actually win. I, I just I, I can't go against I can't go against as George Southern Eagle. Sorry. That game that game is gonna be really, really good. Yeah, I think between this one and the in the Sunday night game, you're you're probably looking at the situation. If you look at the rest of the the games this week, mm-hmm. um, maybe the Packers and Panthers and Rams. Now I ain't gonna even say the Rams and Steelers. Maybe the Packers and Panthers. Those three games are probably the games to look forward to this entire week. All the mm-hmm. other ones, you kind of you kind of know where they're gonna what's gonna happen with them. Yeah. Yeah. So halfway through the season, um. Yeah, you can start off that. You can start off that topic. Uh, I mean, I think I think the surprise has been the lack of improvement and the lack of development with Mitch Trubisky. Um, that's one. I expected I got, the I Bears. Yeah, I expected the Bears to be a lot better. Um, I don't think the Bears is a bad team. I think it's just the the quarterback fucked the entire team up. That's what I'm saying. It's just like. His development has kind of stalled out the franchise as a whole. Um, they don't really have a running game. And when you look at their receivers, they don't really have a big-time receiver. But you would expect them to put up enough points to where they can compete. But it's like it's been a shit show this year. So they're one. The other one I will say um, I'm not surprised about would be the Chargers. Uh, Melvin Gordon sat out. I expected them to struggle. He's come back, and they, they're they just starting to catch their stride now. But um, that's one that I kind of saw happening. Obviously, we have to bring up the Raiders. Um, the Raiders yeah, they're, are they're, they're, really good they're, they're overachieving. They're, they're doing very good. I agree. Yeah, they're definitely overachieving. Um, the Ravens. Uh, I can say that I saw the Ravens playing this well. I, I saw the Ravens playing this well, but I didn't see Lamar Jackson being this productive. No, uh, definitely not from the pocket. Um, I knew he could throw the ball, but he's he's really good from the pocket. Uh, he's not lying when he said he hates sc- scrambling. He really wants to be a pocket quarterback. He just happens to be one of the most elusive quarterbacks ever. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then – uh, what do you guys think about that as far as like surprises? What you guys? What's your, what's your take, DJ? Uh, there's two things, and I'm actually looking at one statistically, and I'm actually shocked that we are we're because we're in week ten, correct? Yep. We're, yeah, we we're in week ten, but most teams already played eight, only eight games. That's why I say halfway through the season. I yeah. don't think too many. T- I don't think any other team actually went week nine. I mean, nine games yet. Maybe a, a couple of them. A couple of them. Uh, well, the Patriots have played nine games thus far. Right. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. by weeks this week. Okay. But the, the surprising thing is that with being this far in the season, the Jets only have 96 points. Total. Total. Yep. Just 96. That, I mean, that's surprising for any team, not just the Jets. No team should have that in that little bit of points. I can understand. That's That's almost 10 points a game. Yeah, because after that, you have the Dolphins at 103, the Redskins at 108. So mm-hmm. those are your, like, offensively. And how many points did you You said how many points did the Jets score? 96. 96. So they're averaging roughly 12 points a game. Right. That's awful. It is. Ugh, God, dude. What else yeah, you got, I'm, DJ? And then I'm look over here looking. I'm a 
focus on Philly for a second. I'm shocked at their identity crisis. You know, it just like to me, they can't figure out what they really want to do. Now, I understand they've had injuries, they've had receivers just underperform. That goes with injuries as well. You know, Deshaun Jackson was supposed to be their main, not main, I would say main weapon downfield, but obviously he's on the shelf and will continue to be on the shelf for pretty much the rest of the season. I mean, to be honest, let's be honest. If you look at every season outside of the year they won the Super Bowl, the Eagles are basically are who they always been. I, I don't see too and much. Then, of who, then what is that? The well, same, the same yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a mediocre team trying to find their way. That's exactly what they look like right now. They've been looking like that prior to pretty much every season, even during the Donovan McNabb years. They've been looking like this throughout the entire time. Outside of the time they actually won the Super Bowl when the team looked red hot. Outside of that, they've been an above average team that's trying to find their way. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like they're, I'm like, yes, they're, by saying trying to find their way, that's the shocking thing. You would think you have that Super Bowl year, that would have established who you were. But true, it seems like the, in essence, they've gone against that grain haven't done the things that made them I'm like there were some things that fell in their lap and like you had a hot Nick Foles who's no who's in Jacksonville you you got Carson Wentz who's not on that MVP type uh path like he was before he got injured and now that he's kind of like still trying to find his you know mojo whatever to try to regain it uh it just seems like it would be easy to t- kind of lean on what should be their team's strength, which would be, you know, running the football and playing defense. But, you know, when you have problems in the defensive backfield and and then again, back on offense, you have issues at wide receiver and possibly at quarterback. It's kind of hard to reestablish that identity that they had during that Super Bowl year. So, but still, I'm shocked that they haven't established an identity. Well, it's hard to establish an identity when your starting quarterback is in and out, in and out, in and out, um, because, you know, they were an offensive powerhouse with an underrated defense the year that he got hurt. And then Nick Foles came on and their defense stepped up and Nick Foles didn't do anything to lose them games. And the next year, you know, Carson Wentz comes back and it's kind of the same thing. They're trying to ease into and find their identity. But when he's in and out of the lineup, it's just it's difficult. And yeah, no, it's not only that, even when he's in the lineup, I mean, what kind of team they really are. They're, 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 they're relying on a lot of stuff that Carson Wentz does, and he's a good quarterback. I mean, you have to understand that the players around him aren't really – I mean, let's just be honest. The players around him aren't really giving him support. I mean, the, well, team, the team is – like I said, the team itself is just a below-average team, and they don't even know what type of team they want to be. Yeah, I mean, it's basically that's that's what it boils down to. That's why they're what slightly above five hundred right now. Yeah, yeah, you like know? one they're one game above five hundred. Right, like when you know what type of team you are, you're either going to be very good at what you're going to be very good at what you do, or you can be very bad at what you do. Some teams don't want to admit it, but some teams are bad at what they do because they exactly they know exactly who they are and. When it comes to my ups and downs and surprises of this halfway this halfway um, point of the season, the Falcons know exactly who they are. They know who they are. They don't want to admit it, but they know who they are. They know their team that do not have a defense, 
and they're not even trying to fix the defense because it's too far gone. They're gonna have to revamp everything. This is hence why they're one and seven. Nothing really wrong with the offense, but if the defense can't stop anybody, Matt Ryan could go for 355 touchdowns, no touch, no interceptions, and still lose. It's what we saw half of the season. Um, that's yeah. my biggest disappointment with appointment of the season with the team that literally did not change much, just fell off the map defensively. Um, the well, other we would be one, remiss if we didn't bring up the Browns. That, that, that's, that was my second disappointment. Mm-hmm. The Browns, not only – I'm not shocked about, about that. No, I am. I'm sorry. I'm because I, know I don't care. Are. I don't, I don't know how about... anybody could have predicted they were going to be this bad. I don't care who right. you are. Exactly. Freddie it's Kitchens or not. You got Odell. You got Landry. You got Chubb. You got Baker. You got a good defense. You got a defense that what you have two and six is not what you're going to own. That's not what Especially you whip up. They played. It, it, even if, if the worst case scenario, the worst case scenario, they should be what five and three. Maybe four and you know, maybe four and four, maybe three and five. Yeah, maybe three and five. That I mean, you had, you had a you had a horrible loss to Tennessee that had no business happening at home. Right. Yeah, um, they got blown out. Then, then it's like it, it's like you go and beat the Ravens on the road. It makes no sense. Right. So, it's like they, at, the, at the very least, the worst case scenario, and it and it shouldn't even happen this way. They should be three and five, and I don't, I think it. it that's the worst case. I think they should be at least 500 with that talent on that team. It, that's in my biggest surprise on a positive end is obviously the 49ers. I didn't think they'd be undefeated. No. Regardless with their schedule. Another yeah. one is the Packers. I didn't think the Packers going to be this good. Um, Aaron Rodgers is playing good ball, but if you look at that team in general, it's a collective effort. Everybody's playing really good on that team, and that's a good thing to see. He needs some wide receivers, though. Because um, the the Chargers kind of expose their wide receivers. They they can't get open. They weren't helping. And even though the front seven was dominating, they couldn't get they couldn't get even slightly open for Aaron Rodgers to throw them open. So that that was a problem. Um, but that's pretty much what I got. Um, I, I thought the Cardinals was, is, is playing a little better than I thought they were. If anything, I thought the Cardinals was going to be what the Dolphins are. Yeah. Um... So as far as uh, like who have you seen? Who have you two seen as like the breakout players this year? Lamar like, Jackson. That's surprising you. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. He's definitely broke out into yeah. the player that you know many of us that believed in him. Yeah, believed what he it's, could be versus the critics. That it's was not like, even oh, a fact. But you got to think about it. We believe – I think all three of us was on here at one point saying that he's going to be fairly successful at being quarterback. But what he's doing is way beyond our expectations. Um, I have one, uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is another Nick, one. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb was promising last year. Didn't really nail down that starting job completely. But this year, um, he's just – he's playing amazing. He's really been carrying that offense for what it's worth. But you know what? The thing about Nick Chubb and the reason why he's so successful, and I'm glad – the way that Georgia, you know, I don't care for the team anymore. Mm-hmm. I like what they did. You know, they kind of limited his carries. He didn't carry as much because you had Sonny Michelle there. You mm-hmm. had um, you had um, Swift there. You had Elijah Holyfield there. He did not have to be the bell cow for Georgia. So he already came into the league with very limited touches and fresh legs. So it helps. Yeah, he didn't solidify it the first year. But what kind of rookies outside of generational talent – is going to solidify that on the first year. I mean, Nick Chubb is not 
an Ezekiel Elliott or a Saquon Barkley. He, mm -hmm. he, he's not that generational talent, but he's a very solid running back and is showing right now. I'm going to say another one is Chris Godwin. He has 54 catches, 766 yards, and six touchdowns. He's been playing amazing. He's been really, aside from obviously Mike Evans, a top target for Jameis Winston, um, he's been playing really, really good. This has been his breakout year. He's been in the league for a couple years, but he's really, really playing well this year. Yeah, he broke out. Matt Breda's another one that broke Matt out. Matt Breda, um, definitely. He, he's, he's always been a speedster, but to see him actually get the starting job and the carries and see what he can do now, you know, that's something that actually I knew he had it in him, but I didn't know he had it in the NFL level because I watched him at Georgia Southern and watched what he'd done, but – for him to translate that to the NFL is something that that's really caught my eyes as a surprise. Uh, and I'll be honest, a lot of people talked about Christian McCaffrey and took notice last year, but this year he's on a totally different level. I can say yeah. that this would more so be his breakout year because he's just on another level as far as running backs. There's nobody right. that compares to him right now and what, statistically. Yeah, I agree because he's doing a phenomenal job for the Carolina Panthers. And to be honest with you, I think Kyle Allen is a good fit for them because you don't have nobody overthrowing him, but that's another story. <laughs> um, Definitely. Darren Waller on the Raiders, he's another one. Yeah, isn't he the linebacker or something like that? Isn't no, uh, tight end. Who's the linebacker that took place of uh, Khalil Mack and actually putting up the same type of numbers Khalil Mack is doing right now? I don't know who the linebacker is, but they the linebacker they got now is putting up the same. I'm not saying he's the same talent as Khalil Mack because, you know, that's different. Oh. That's crazy. That's crazy. But no, it's not perfect. No, but this kid is oh, doing whitehead, right? Uh, somebody put the graphic up on Twitter. I can't remember his name, but he has like the same amount of tackles, sacks, and tackles for losses. Khalil Mack. So the level of production, it doesn't look like a bad. Might trade. be whitehead. Whitehead has, whitehead has uh fifty-seven tackles right now. Um, forty-four solo, thirteen assists, three tackles for a loss. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds like about right. He doesn't have any um, sacks, so, but. Chris, um, Chris Thomas in the chat put out DK Metcalf. He's another. He's somewhat a surprise. Um, I kind of knew he had the talent when he was at Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, he so so just for twenty nine catches, five twenty five, five touchdowns is definitely good. He knows how to get in the end zone as a rookie. Um, yeah, he's become a big target. But Tyler Lockett has actually been the best receiver on that team this year. Yeah, but when you talk about a surprise, um, DK Metcalf could be considered, but I would say I Tyler Lockett would be even more though. Because remember, yeah, but, he, he started again, out as a returner. True, but then again, Tyler Lockett has been in the league for a minute. We're not going to yeah. say we, we're not going to say he, we knew he was capable of these numbers. But when you talk about him compared to a rookie coming in, yeah. you put compared it to you'd be like, okay, DK Metcalf has put up better numbers than I thought. Not better than Lockett, but better numbers than I thought. Yeah. Compared to somebody like Lockett, so right. I mean, not not that big of a surprise, but because like I said, I knew what DK Metcalf could do, but I guess you could put him in the conversation. No, uh, let's let's, let's, let's go with um. Oh, good. Yeah, it is another one that I've actually been talking about. Uh, when they thought after Andrew Luck retired suddenly, Jacoby Brissett. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and Marlon Mack. That nobody, mm -hmm. yeah, nobody, even even, yeah, even he, the Indianapolis he, Colts didn't think he was going to do this well. <laughs> even Patriots the fans didn't, didn't know. Patriots right. Patriots fans well, didn't the, I'm always going to throw him out there because yeah. he, yeah, he's definitely, and he's doing it the way that, not that it's saying you're doing it the way you're supposed to, but this is a classic way to play quarterback, and he's doing just that. And yeah, uh, Bosa. Bosa is another one. Nick Bosa, JB oh, we, said. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get to Bosa in one second. Let's yeah. let's, let's, let's stick on Brissett for a second. Yeah. 
I don't think Brissett was ever told it as anything outside of a pocket passer, so I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. But I do, but um, I am, I am actually impressed how efficient he's been. I didn't think he was going to be this efficient. I mean, he played against the Falcons, and I think he completed his first 18 passes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, nobody see. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's an anomaly because you know that doesn't happen. But still, well, I'm not very. Happen. I'm not very surprised. I told Pats fans I was much more worried about losing Brissett over losing Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo can walk. Brissett, I could see actually taking over the reins of quarterback in New England. So I was actually pretty mad when he when he uh when he departed. But um, right. yeah, uh, Matt Marlon Max, another one on the Colts. He's been balling out this year. Um, yeah. He's finally locked down that starting position for good, and he's he's balling, man. Well, I mean, the Colts needed to run a game since what yeah. a die. So, ah, oh, that guy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's get back to Nick Bosa. James. Yeah, yeah Edron James. Yeah. And Malta. Right. Uh, let's get back. Let's get back. No, 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 no. Let's go to Bosa for real. Let's go to Bosa for real. We're not doing that one. I know. I know. Uh, is it Joey or Nick? Nick is Nick. on. Nick's Nick on, on the nine. No, okay, yeah. Um, as a rookie, oh, no. absolutely. I think, I think he's a bigger. I think he's a bigger surprise than DK Metcalf because Bosa has been a really big impact compared to Metcalf has just been doing very good. Bosa is doing some shit that's like seven sacks uh, in a yeah, pick. Yeah, he's doing some shit that's like you know some five, six, seven year Pro Bowlers haven't done. Yeah, in in recent times, so he's a way way much bigger of a, a surprise than Metcalf. So as far as rookies go, um, defensive rookie of the year, what you think? Of course, um, I I thought that uh, I thought Abrams was gonna have a chance, but obviously he got hurt. Um, I think Bosa's running away with that. I don't think anybody else could. Yeah, even... I was I was looking at Bosa as well. Yeah, I'm looking at. I don't see anybody else nobody. rookie defensively, and there is almost. Uh, I think we're gonna wait a little bit longer for the offensive rookie because yeah, there's yeah, a lot of them like they're like neck and neck right now. Like, yeah, you right. got you got Jacobs, you got uh, Waller. Yeah, I think Waller's is he a rookie? Well, I would think McLaurin would be throwing up there too, but right yeah. now I think that's gonna slow down because you yeah. now you're working in Dwayne Haskins and he's got a he's got a learning curve ahead of him. And yeah. and honestly, people might call me crazy, but. Kyler Murray, when you start looking at the stats he's put up this year, yeah, that's um, 2,200 yards, he has to kind of cut down the picks for the rest of the season, nine touchdowns and four picks, but um, that's actually he, not bad, though. That's if really he kind of gets bad. going, well, especially considering what I thought he was going to be. Um, yeah, because I, I really thought it was going to be the other way around. Probably like yeah. two touchdowns, 12 picks. I'm, I'm dead serious. Right. I did not think Kyler Murray is going to be anywhere close to what he is now. I, right now, he's playing a little above mediocre, you know, a little above average, but um, as he keep it up, and you look at the other rookies out here now, he might he, he may be on his way getting that offensive rookie if he keeps it up. So let me bring up the standings as it, uh, as they stand right now, just so we can discuss this. All right, so the AFC East, the Pats are eight and one, the Bills are six and two, and the Dolphins and Jets are both one and seven. Do I'm gonna tell you, you something the- right now. The Bills, the the Patriots need to be careful. Because the, the Bills can easily find a way to get on top of them. And I'm not saying this to be funny. The Bills yeah. are a dangerous team. The, the Patriots mm-hmm. are good, and they have a chance to run away with this division. But right. right about now, do not sleep on the Bills. They have a chance. They do. The Bills usually don't make it this far. Um, usually they get to about 4-0, 4-1, and then they kind of fall off. But 
six and two. I mean, you're halfway through the season, they're still balling out. Uh, obviously, the addition of um, Micah Hyde made a big difference. He's he's just a he's a beast. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen's maturation has been great. He's playing well this year. So obviously, the Dolphins and Jets have no chance. They're just gonna go further and further down the abyss. But um, so I, I heard from you. You said that the Patriots need to be careful. I would agree. Um, DJ, how do you feel about this division as it stands right now? Oh, well, we already know. Well, it's all right. for me. I feel like it's a given that two teams are coming out of here um, in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. When I was I was actually looking at the standings earlier, and I was looking at it. I was like, okay, AFC East, two teams. Uh, yeah. yeah. North one. Uh, and I was thinking South two. Yeah, and South, then South West two, definitely. One. Yeah. So, uh, the, oh, Bills have, the Bills have a nice road record. They haven't been beat on the road yet. So yeah, they they they, uh, they have the defense to definitely travel. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's a team that the Patriots. I mean, if they they slip a few times, you know, it could be an issue where the Bills could possibly take that division. I don't think they will, mm-hmm. but it's, it's 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 something to look out for. It's something to watch. And then so, on top, of, then on top of that, looking at the Buffalo Bills points for and points uh, against. At net points of twenty seven, so they played a lot of close games. Yeah, and that, and that helps in the long run. Oh yeah, the adversity. So yeah. um, the AFC West, you have the Chiefs six and three, Raiders are four and four, Chargers are four and five, Broncos are three and six. I don't see the Broncos having any say at the end of the year. Chargers, I feel like they'll overtake the Raiders, but I don't think they're going to get a wild card spot. I think the Chiefs will wrap up this division somewhere around week 12 maybe. Let me tell you something. The Chiefs need to lock down some defense because if the Raiders could get a running game, they could be a problem for the Chiefs. Yeah, Um, I'm taking the Chiefs to win the game against them this week, but, and this is a big but, no matter what Mahomes do. Wait a minute, I thought you picked the Raiders. We all picked the Raiders. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You said no, no, no. Who's playing the Chiefs this week? Yeah, Um, they must they must be playing somebody else. Yeah, I I got it mixed up. I thought the I think they may be on a bye. The Raiders are facing Chargers. Yeah, okay, that's why I got it. I don't know why I thought they were playing each other, the Chiefs and the Raiders. But I'm just saying, um, if the Raiders get a running game and they play against, like, I don't care who's playing if Mahomes playing or not. That mm-hmm. defense can't stop nobody. They could they could possibly have some serious problems going into later on in the season. So um I, I still take the Chiefs to win the division because of the talent wise overall. But the mm-hmm. Raiders is playing some good ball and the Chargers, they're four and five. Mm-hmm. They're they're still the Chargers, though. I mean they got yeah. a chance, but they're still the Chargers. They be the London Chargers all <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we got the AFC North. There's not much to see here. Uh Ravens are six and two. Uh, Steelers are five hundred. They're four and four. Browns are two and six. Bengals are winless at zero and eight. I think the Ravens run away from this division. There's nothing really even to see here. Steelers will probably end up somewhere, maybe around ten and six. They always find a way to a respectable record, but ugh. Uh, let's stop real quick before. Actually, I won't say ten and six. Probably eight and eight. Hold on, let's stop real quick. I want to get a um. I want to get a I'm not a quote. I want to get a quote in here real quick from JB. JB said the Patriots will win, but he think that the Bills with the good offseason they may own that division for the next four or five years. I will see that, but it depends on what time Brady decides to leave. If mm-hmm. the Brady decides to leave within the next one or two years, yes, I can see the Bills possibly taking over that division. What yeah. you guys think, real quick? Um, I can see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Got- positive thing I said about the Bills in decades. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. I could see that possibly happening. 
Um, hold on one second. Okay, let me let me run downstairs for a second. Y'all can keep talking. I'll be right back. So yeah, um, the AFC North is not really much to see here. Um, AFC South is the division of the league, in my opinion. Uh, you got the Texans at six and three, Colts at five and three, Jaguars at four and five, and the Titans at four and five. Honestly, if I was gonna pick a team that I think doesn't have a chance to win the division, I would say the Jaguars. I would think that was the Titans that. Don't well, Ryan Tannehill has been playing well though, and he really is a starter. He just was coming off an injury. Um, I don't know if the Jaguars have what it takes to sustain, um, sustain how they've been playing. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I feel bad for Minshew. I'm like, even though he had that bad game last week, and now he's benched. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just like okay, Foles is back. Or right. understand that. There are coaches that believe that you can't lose your job due to injury, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like Nick wasn't so hot when before he got hurt. So, yeah. what do you do? All right, what I miss? Not We're just much. talking about the AFC South. Um, okay. All right. Well, all right. We'll I can't see the Texans necessarily running away with it. No, I don't. Um, see them unless they play the rest of their games on the road. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. I can't see him really running away with it. I think the Colts will be there with them the entire time. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defense. Um, depending on how long is Brissette, how long is Brissett going to be out? Oh, uh, let me see. Jacoby Brissett. How bad? What 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 kind of injury he? Um, well, they said he he practiced. They said he practiced today. So. Yeah, okay, it's like a knee injury. He was limited, but he did practice today, so I, I think they'll still be in it towards the end of the season. I don't see them falling off. Okay, yeah, I mean with their, I mean with their schedule, or not the schedule, but with the rank, what they got now, what they got ahead of them, I, I don't see their schedule. But I think at the end of the day, you're, you're looking at probably two teams out of the south, two teams out of the north, uh, out of the east, and, and one, one each. One. Yeah, yeah. Division. You know, you know, you got the Chiefs and Ravens, and then you got Patriots, Bills, Texans, Colts. That that's what the playoff picture look like in the AFC. So I'm I'm okay with that. I don't mm. think the Texans will run away with the division. It's, it's no. still up for grabs. And to be honest with you, even though we did say the Texans are Colts, um, depends on what happens with either the Jaguars or the Titans. It's still tight knit. I can possibly see one of these teams taking oh. over this division. Don't feel it. And and I mean I can see it because of how tight knit it is. Not not necessarily because of. They have the talent to do so. It, all it takes is one team to slip up, and the tight and the Titans and Jaguars could be right, very well in it. Yeah. Um. So let's swing over to the NFC. The NFC. Uh, let's start with the NFC East. We got the Cowboys at five and three. We got the Eagles at five and four. Giants at two and seven. Redskins at one and eight. I don't see the Eagles catching up. I think it's close right now early on in the season. I think the Cowboys will eventually start running away. What, with what, what, what's going to doom the Eagles? The Cowboys are going to go into Philadelphia, and they're going to beat them again. Yep. That's what's going to happen. And and that's what's going to doom the Eagles. That's probably going to end up breaking their season. Um, the Eagles may run off with a few more wins. Um, I can see them actually getting to 9-7, maybe 10-6, and six, but I think the Cowboys will end up having a better record, and they'll win the division. Yeah, this is definitely a two-team race, and uh, yeah. if the Eagles can't figure out who they are, it's gonna—it's definitely Dallas running away with it. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I think the Eagles are going to lose to the Cowboys again, and that will break their backs. Um, and, the, and the and the Cowboys have a 
4-0 division record, so they technically only have two more games left in the division. Right, and then, like I said, the way the Cowboys beat the Eagles last time, I just don't see the Eagles. They're not even in a position for revenge, so. Yeah, you got the NFC, uh, NFC West. You got the Niners undefeated 8-0. Seahawks seven and two, Rams five and three, Cardinals three and five. This is obviously a three-team race. I don't see the Cardinals keeping up. Damn, they're um, like three where uh, understandably only two of them could possibly have two teams coming out, but there's three divisions that are fighting for pretty much yeah, they, spots. Yeah, the N, the, N, the NFC divisions are a little bit more tight knit than the AFC from what we're seeing. And and so right now yeah, a lot more competitive. And the Seahawks and 49ers, and, and in some cases, maybe even the Rams. I see the Rams. I, I, I see the Rams keeping up for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This these three teams could easily be the ones to win this division. Um, mm-hmm. you're probably looking at a situation depending on what the NFC South do. Well, I said, it, I said it last week, and I, I'm going to stick to it. I think the 49ers fall off. I think this will become about the Seahawks and the, and the, and the Rams, and I think I think the Seahawks might beat them out. But I, I, I think the Rams can easily it, it, get a wild card spot. But you got to think about it. You, you're talking about a team that's 8-0 right now. They're only two wins away for 10, 10 wins. That's, that's nice. That's going to be tough for them to stay out of the playoffs. But their schedule is going to get hard. I get it, but it's tougher than to be out of the playoffs when you got two. You get ten wins in the NFC. I'm pretty sure you're going to the playoffs. Not looking at the NFC this year. We're gonna get into that. Um, it's not looking. Uh, I don't know, bro. We'll, we'll see. Their schedule gets harder. Um, but yeah, those three teams are are probably gonna be obviously the ones we talk about. The Cardinals are on the outside looking in. The NFC North: Packers seven and two, Vikings six and three, Lions three and four. Bears three and five. I'm gonna say the Bears on the outside looking in. The Lions might surprise some people up to no. about I'd say week eleven. They're done. Mm. They're, no, I'm gonna say they're gonna they're gonna play competitively, but they're they're done. I don't think they're gonna surprise. I anybody. think they may stick around until about I, week eleven. I think they're just going. I think this is the type of team that's just gonna play tough and they can play spoiler, but I don't think they're gonna stick around. They're they're gonna be that type of team to be like. It's gonna be like week fifteen, and and like the Vikings might have to play them. And like, oh shit, if we lose against them, we might lose like you know our first round, you know home. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. I think the Lions will end up being a team that week sixteen, if they get a shit ton of help, maybe they make the playoffs. So they feel like they still have put something to play for, even yeah. though even though know. they're it's gonna take a hell of a lot of help for them to make. It. I feel like they'll be there week sixteen, sitting there like, well, if this team loses and this team wins and we win, then maybe. That's what I, I feel don't, like I don't they'll think be. I, they'll be a part of. They'll probably be one of those scenario teams. But That's I think, what I'm saying. Yeah, I think they'll fit better as being spoiler over that. Hmm. What are your thoughts, DJ? Really, there's not much there to really think about. Again, I'm like, I know Bills. You just talked about Detroit possibly sneaking in there, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they have a chance. I think no, I don't, like, this not is to another. Win, no. div- yeah, this is this is another division that's it's a two team race, neck and neck. Uh, both the Packers and Vikings will get in. Let's see how the let's see how the Cousins plays. You know what the Lions remind me of? The Lions remind me of that that South Carolina Gamecocks team that's like oh, they're like South Carolina. No, it's not in a bad way. 
it's like they're like three and five on the season. You're comparing them to the Lions. Wait a minute, let me finish. They're they're three and five on the season. They gotta play Georgia at the end of the season. If Georgia loses, it's possibly that they can be knocked out of the SEC championship. And they're that type of team that that big enough of a nuisance to probably beat Georgia, so they can't play in the championship team game. That that that's the type of team that I look at the Lions. Like they they're, they're like they're just gonna be a bunch of spoilers that are not only mess up the Packers or the Vikings, but any other NFC team that's trying to get like. You know the uh, the the host a home game in the playoffs, or possibly you have that first round bye. It seems like this is the type of team that'll fuck it up for somebody. I mean, remember at the time the Packers were undefeated, the Lions went in and beat them, and the rest took it away from them. So right. this right. team is right. for real. And they and they and they pretty much dominated against the Eagles that game too. Yeah. Um. So then we got the NFC South. Saints are seven and one. Panthers are five and three. Buccaneers are two and six. Falcons are one and seven. Obviously, the Buccaneers and the Falcons are on the outside looking in. Once again, two team race. I think the Saints might start pulling away. Breeze is back now. The Panthers will probably make a respectable season out of it, but there'll be another team that probably needs a lot of help to get in. Um, especially looking at these other divisions. But um yeah, I mean, I'm looking at these teams in the NFC and they have some bright futures, the ones that are in contention right now between the Niners, the Seahawks, the Cowboys. The Panthers have something to look forward to next year. So, yeah, um, not unlike the AFC. Um, um, I, I, I can see the Saints running away with the South. Um, I see the Panthers possibly bidding for a wild card spot. Um, once again, I, I, I can't say this for certain. But this looks like a situation, once again, it looks like this could be one of the Saints' last runs. Because once Drew Brees is gone, we could talk about Teddy Bridgewater and all this and all that. And he's done a phenomenal job. He might not even be there, though. He might go get a payday elsewhere. This this, is what I'm saying. Even if I don't see them being as successful as they are now, the Saints' defense is doing pretty decent. But I don't see anything there to say that they're going to be stopped for a while. I just don't see it. And even if they are, for some reason, their offense can't get off the ground without Drew Brees. It's like when Teddy Bridgewater wasn't playing, I think they had that one game when they had over like 30 points where the defense like scored on a block punt or something on a, in, a, in a fumble return. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not going to happen every week. Nothing to take nothing away from the Saints because right now it looks like the Saints could be in the NFC Championship game easily. But I'm looking at what they're doing this year is great. But when you talk about the future of the other teams, I can easily see where the NFC South in general is just going to be the bottom of the NFL as far as divisions. Because unless they get rid of the coach in Atlanta, this is what's going to happen. The Buccaneers, who they are, the Panthers might be the shining, you know, the shining team in the division. But I, I have to see what, how well this is going to be when Drew Brees leaves. When we talk about the future, so I, I don't know. I feel um, bad for anyone who's going to have to travel to Seattle. That's all I can say. Hmm. Yeah. 49ers, yeah, yeah. I don't see a home field advantage, but the 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 Seahawks, and especially in the playoffs, mm, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think the NFC playoffs is going to be far more enjoyable to watch than the AFC playoffs. I think we pretty much know what we're getting out of the AFC playoffs. Yeah, uh, it'll much. be something. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Anything else y'all got to add for the have one half of the season? It's over. Um, no, that's pretty much pretty, it. Pretty still, good. One, still one coach fired. <laughs> oh, <laughs> waiting no, for no. the other shoes to drop. Hey, I, 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 okay. Uh, well, well, here's a question. Here's a question. So, 
out of Adam Gase, let's say Dan Quinn, uh, Kitchens, Freddie Kitchens, Kitchens, um, how many make it through the season? Even if got, they get fired got, on Black Friday, I got a feeling. Well, Black that Monday, Dan, I'm sorry. I, I got a feeling that Dan Quinn's going to make it through the season, which he shouldn't. But I think he's going. I think him and Kitchens going to make it. Matter of fact, I got a feeling all three of them going to make it. I don't think Ace is going to make it. I'm like, you're in that New York media. They're tearing him to shreds right now. New York slash New Jersey. But, um, yeah, in that type of market, like Cleveland is forgiving in a way, obviously. Uh, You know, Atlanta, yeah, I think – I think got, we're gonna. I think there are gonna be two coaches. They're gonna be gone he before the go. season's out. It, Quinn's think, one, and and Gase is the other. I think Quinn makes it. Then Kitchen the, survives. I think Quinn makes it through the season. I think, I think Kitchens and Gase will be Black Monday firings. I think the season will be over. Boom, come in Monday, you're done. That's it. I don't think they happen before the end of the season. I think that. Uh, I think what you call it, Quinn will be the one that's uh Quinn and what you call it, Quinn and uh Gates. gotta go. He gotta go. Fuck I, no, it does, but I'm saying I think Quinn and Gates will be the ones at the end of the season that okay, yeah, you know, you're we'll we'll we'll, we'll get rid of you on Black Monday, but Gates he, he I mean or Kitchens, I should say he's gone sometime soon. I don't know when, but sometime very soon. Yeah. I got a question. Yeah, who you think could be a surprise firing? Like who? Let me look. Let me Surprise look firing at the one Ron that Rivera. No. That's Kyle, what makes it a surprise. surprise firing. I say Ron Rivera. You said no. That's no, part I, of the no, 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 I, I'm not going to say it's a surprise firing because if he's fired, I, I can see it happening. I mean, you lose your star quarterback. You got a backup in there. So who's that's going. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, he got a good quarterback. You get fired. Yeah, if you see if he gets fired, like okay, I mean the team basically fell apart. You got a backup quarterback is basically him and that running back is holding it together. It's not him. I'll, yeah. I'll give you one. But Matt, if you, I'll give you one, Matt Nagy. I'll give you another one, Jason Garrett. That that that'll be a surprise fire. Because, because even if they go far to playoffs, it's our. I'm like when you have like okay, when you have your quarterback going against what your head coach said about the performance of the team thus far, because Jason Garrett went out and said, I don't think they're performing up to their potential or whatnot. And then when you had Dak Prescott in the interview, it was like, yeah, we're pretty much contenders and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I can see that as a quarterback responding to a challenge presented by his coach, but they've tuned Jason Garrett out for a long time and they're winning despite him. They were before they were crumbling because of him, but now they're like, you know what? Forget him. I'm like, they're not even high five. I don't want to go. They're just, it's just totally mute. Fife. I I disagree only because I don't think it would be a surprise if the Chargers coach got fired. Yeah. Because he's a black coach. Of course. Well, and because look at how they're performing. It just, it's a disappointment. Um, and, and it won't be because his players don't back him up because obviously his players do back are backing him up. Is this? Yeah. I mean, um, oh, I got another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might not be a surprise. I, I think Vrabel's gone after this year. 
Oh, that that's a surprise for real. I think Vrabel. I think Vrabel may be gone. I don't know. Tennessee yeah, like kind of yeah, Tennessee's performance thus far has been shocking. They and then fired bench Mariota. Reason. You know they didn't like him um, sitting Mariota down. You know they oh, yeah. didn't like that. So I, I I could see that happening. That yeah, that would be that would be a surprise firing though. I can see that. Yeah. Now who <laughs> do you think saved their job outside of Tomlin? I'm gonna say Jason Garrett. Um, no, because I don't think he's ever gonna. Really, I, I don't think he ever was on the hot seat. Not with that. Not with uh, not with um the what's his name? The, Jerry. Old ass Jerry Jones. Now, yeah, I don't think thing. he never was. Yeah, I don't think he ever was on the hot seat. So here's the thing: I'm not even looking at a coach. I'm looking at a GM, the New York Giants GM. By switching out and getting getting started with the Daniel Jones experiment and having good results right out the gate, but now it's that struggle pretty yeah. much is uh, it vindicates what he was saying all along: is that yeah, he's our future. We're going with him now. We're sticking with him for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And think, there's well, going to be some bumps in the roads. And before, yeah, when they, because remember, they rashed him, and I, I rashed him too, when he, when they picked Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. Now, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is better than Dwayne Haskins, but, you know, obviously the Giants prepare their quarterbacks for what is going to happen in the NFL versus the Washington Redskins. So, Five. I would say no to Gruden because I think he has a fairly long leash. I would say another person that saved their job. I'm gonna I say think, I'm gonna say Mike Zimmer. No, I think I think what happened was I think with Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones' success bought the coach of the of the uh, of the Giants one more year. Oh, we're not. I'm not worried about the coach. I'm worried about the GM. Well, I think oh, I, I thought we were talking about coaches. My bad. No, yeah, that's, that's why. I, that's why I said. That's why I preface what I oh. said. It's like I'm not even looking at the coaches. I was thinking when I asked that question, I wasn't even thinking about any of the coaches. Okay, I was I'll say specifically a GM. Also, well, well, I had a coach. Yeah, that's why I said Mike Zimmer. I think Mike Zimmer saved his job. Oh yeah, you can say coaches. I was just saying from my yeah. point of view. I was thinking GM. I got I got Mike Zimmer. Um, my yeah, Mike Zimmer definitely saved his job this year. I think Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't even say Kirk because I think that team with all the talent they have, uh, if they didn't perform this year, they were gonna lose they were gonna lose him his job. And they still have a chance to, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think I think Zimmer Zimmer, I mean, he's never been a bad coach. If you look at these coaches that came from that Marvin Lewis umbrella, um Jay Gruden was a fuck up. Mike Mike Zimmer has been exceptional. Hugh Jackson didn't get a fair shake. Nope. Um, but you know, they're all good at what they do. It's just there's only one that turned out to be a really good head coach, and that was Mike Zimmer. So um, I think Mike Zimmer saved his job. Now I got another question for y'all. Because this is gonna be interesting. Okay, so out of these teams, you got the Jaguars, the Panthers. And the what was the other team I was thinking of? Jaguars, Panthers. What's the other team that had a backup? Pick the two teams that came into the league together. That's funny. Uh, well, because I'm thinking about the teams with like Kyle Allen, Gardner Minshew, and there's one other backup I'm thinking about that came in and balled out. Who was it? Oh, uh, Titans uh, with, with Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. So going into next year, we know f- 
we pretty much know Cam Newton's gone, right? That's it. That's mm-hmm. the end of the era. He's gonna be a bear next year. <laughs> now, now that would be scary. Um, the Jaguars and the Titans. What do you think happens? Do you think they're gonna stick with who they got? You think so? Yeah. Why not? Do you think Edwin next year Mariota will be the starter? And I think Minshew should be no, the starter think, next no, year. I think I think whoever's playing right now is going to be the starter. You think Tannehill will be the starter going into next year? Yes, Mariota's trash. I think Vrabel will end up getting fired and Mariota will be the starter. Well, then whoever's the coach of that team is going to get fired the following year. Well, they're not because I'm going to be who the DM I mean, to be honest, I mean, Mariota's not that good of a quarterback. It's I, mean, not, I agree with you, but what I'm saying is the GM, the GM always feels the need to validate his draft picks. And if you fine. sit Mariota down, you're basically just looking to get fired. All right, that's or, fine. Or you can be the GM of the Washington Redskins and how you uh, I mean, show that's pettiness cool, is by cool, doing some uh, shady shit like uh, what Bruce Allen has been doing. I feel you, VF, but that's why I asked the question. I mean, it, it's not about them getting fired or not, but I think Mariota will be the starter next year. Yeah, no, they'll probably go like four and twelve, and you know. I'm I'm sure they will. But either way, I think he'll end up being the starter. Now, Foles, Foles, uh, I don't Minshew know. Minshew is I, the starter next year. I, I, I think so. at some point you have to, you know, let Foles. I don't, I don't know me. how long they signed him for, but at some point, well, Nick Foles is who he is. If Foles, I'll say this: it should be a quarterback competition. I don't think you should just hand it to Gardner next year, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you come in saying, "Oh, well, Foles is the starter." No, nah, I don't. I don't see that. I think those times are gone. I think. I think Gardner Minshew has done enough to where it should be a serious conversation going into the next year of who the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as far as the Panthers, I mean, they found. I won't say their quarterback the future just yet, but they're not really looking too bad transitioning from the Cam Newton era. Right now, I mean Cam Newton. I mean, let's be honest. Cam Newton is a, is a generational talent. The dude just have a problem throwing the ball. What landing spots do you see for him besides the Bears? I, 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 Sandy, I, I, Sandy, no, I'm about to say San Diego. You know, uh, the Chargers, because eventually, know. what's the name is going to need a su- successor? Yeah, but. I yeah, but, but, but I can see it. I can see him as a stop. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you're asking Cam to sit uh, at, at, at least two years. He's going to sit at least two years if he goes next year. Now they work him in with different packages. I say that, that ain't that ain't that ain't happening either. I say, ooh, let me look. The Broncos. Hmm. Um, I see the Broncos. You think he's gonna like playing in Denver? I don't think – I mean, that bag is that bag, bro. And yeah, I would but, say Cincinnati. But you got John Elway up there trying oh, to – Oh, Lord, he goes to Cincinnati. He might as well go to North I would say the two places with vacancies mm-hmm. are th- – those are the two places with, like, glaring vacancies. I guess you could throw the Titans in, but not really. So I could see him going there. I don't see him taking a backup role. So wherever he goes would have to be a shaky quarterback situation. I mean – there's not too many options. Mm. I don't see. So that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, I'm excited for the second half of the season. All right. Uh, let's talk about this Dwight Howard situation, man. I mean, he's been playing pretty good. Um, saying he changed his diet. 
Uh, he's done a few other things. He's actually playing on a playing at a, like what 2004, 2005 level. He definitely looks leaner. Yeah, he said he lost a good bit of pounds. Let me see. Let me look at this right here to find out to make sure how much pounds he actually lost. Is it so? Well, he says not. He says he's no longer eating McDonald's chicken wings and honey buns every single day. Jeez, wow. uh, he's only 33 years old. Let me pull up his stats right now. 6.7 points per game, about eight rebounds, and two blocks per game. He's playing about 78.6 field goal percentage, averaging 21 minutes a game. We want to round up. Yeah. Uh, two block, 2.1, which is above his career average. Uh, I say he's he's back on track at his point in his career. Yeah. And the best part about it to me is he will never be asked to do more than what he's doing now. Right, right. And it's, it's and that, and that helps a lot. It helps a lot. And he's getting a chance to compete mm-hmm. um, on a high-level team, one of the best teams in the NBA. And come playoff time, he's battle-tested. He knows what it's like to play in the finals. He knows what it's like to go through the, the playoffs on a journey to a finals. Um they have a lot of guys like that on their team, like Rondo, LeBron, Danny Green. So that's why I really like the Lakers as a team right now. Dwight adds a lot. Um, he's not going to get too many touches because if he's playing at the same time as Anthony Davis, obviously Anthony Davis is going to command the ball a lot more. But he can. you can even toss the ball into Dwight you know, a few times per game and, and get a bucket that way. Um. Yeah, he's kind of playing the Serge Ibaka role right now. Right, and it fits. I think, I think I think he's playing a, a perfect position with the guy in his career. And we, we also got to understand he's only thirty three, so he still has at least four years at this level. I was. I, I mean, at this level, or just being you know serviceable. At I mean, this level, serviceable I mean, more than that, but at this level, three more years. Yeah, I mean, at this level, I mean, I don't think he's doing anything out of the way that's, that makes him be more of a demanding player. So I'm saying at this level right here, I think he got at least five. And just remember. Because we got to think about it. He's not doing the 20 and 10 thing. The 20 and 10, yeah, I could give you two, but he's doing what? What was what, what the stats was again, DJ? It's like six. Six points, six points about yeah, nine six points seven right. or seven points a game, eight rebounds a game, right? And, and two, two blocks a game. Look, look, you can you can at 33, you can get four or five more years of that and just have a big man in there, or you can have somebody who's willing to be more athletic in the paint. And you got a guy at a low budget that could possibly give you a lot of energy, uh, a presence that other teams don't have for a very cheap price at a younger age at, at what he is right now. And I guess – oh, God. Yeah, because right now his important stats are those – are really the the rebounds, the blocks. Right, right. And also you're talking about a guy who can set picks. Right. Uh, he's a pick-and-roll guy. So and a great you got LeBron. Defender. Yeah, so you got LeBron there that's going to throw oops to him. I'm like, this. There's not one person on a team that LeBron can't throw a oop to. Listen, this guy has a very low oop to a white guy. That's kind of he has very low demand for what he has. Shout out to Cruz though on that. It's very low demand of what he has to do, so it's like perfect for him. But here's what's scary for the Lakers 
they haven't ruled out a return for DeMarcus Cousins this year. You think about the front court they're going to have with A.D., Cousins, and Dwight Howard with McGee. Right. Right. I mean, all low-maintenance guys, maybe DeMarcus Cousins demands a little bit more as far as touches is concerned, but then you got just three defenders. And you know what? I don't even consider Lakers a super team. I know somebody on Twitter just yesterday was talking about, oh, I'm getting tired of watching super teams. I was like, come on. It's like two superstar players. It's back to the way the NBA used to be. Yeah, they're no The dynamic duo. Those are the two people, and that's the way the – the NBA should have stayed. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. The super team mantra is pretty much going by the wayside. By yeah, the way. that's dead. I mean, you could look at you could look at um, LeBron. You could look at uh, uh, I um, unibrow guy, whatever his name is. You can look at those two. You can look at those two guys, and that's your duo. But you got Dwight Howard for all its purpose compared to what he used to be. He's washed. But he's serviceable at what he's doing. You look at Boogie Cousins, he has so many injuries, he's not going to be a 20 and 10 guy. So no. it, it's not a super team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, I mean, I like the way this Laker team is set up. I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from, you know, what they had in the past because the young nucleus they had was decent. But mm-hmm. if you look at what they got now, I mean, it, it it's nothing to sneeze at. I, I like what I see. They have a team going into the playoffs that – is going to be hard to rattle and just hard to beat. And you look at the level that LeBron's playing out right now. I mean, right year, year 17, he's just straight balling, bro. Yeah, right now the timing in the West is ripe with Golden State just not – it's just completely dis, dismantled mostly by injuries and and also petty bitchery by the <laughs> So I mean I I just hope people just realize that with the Warriors we kind of I kind of saw this coming once KD left. Like I said, when they won that they won that that title without KD. Well, you can't. Well, you're Draymond, you can't curse out your teammate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's not even that that's not Draymond. That's the any teammate you have. You can't do shit like no, that. No, but Draymond, the, the the last one to be cursing somebody out in the middle of a game. Like, anybody's depending on him to win a game. Fuck that. He was, the one, he was the one after they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers in the damn parking lot on the phone with KD. You got to come here, bro. Right. This is, this is what you I'm asked saying. that man like, to come here, and he's going to curse him out. You, I'm like, I was like, you can't, you can't take nothing away from them from winning the one without KD. But let, this is one thing. y'all. Everybody yeah, was talking about KD. Y'all can say whatever y'all can say about KD when he was coming to the Warriors and he wanted to win a ring or whatever. He bandwagon. A lot of people don't realize that this dude was the sole reason why they won those championships while he was there. He didn't come there to just piggyback on what they already had. He was the man. People are too emotional when they watch sports, bro. Right, and Mm -hmm. then now now you kind of see it when he's not there. Injuries aside, even if that team comes back fully healthy, nobody's picking them to win the to win the West. Of course not. Because I mean, it, people just don't want to admit the fact that this man went to a team, albeit let it be in the seventy three and nine team. That man didn't go there to be a bandwagon guy. That man went there and took over that team. It was KD's team at that point. I don't care what anybody said. You can say otherwise, and you can you know you can kiss. You know, it's ass. I don't care. You know, it's funny because <laughs> here's the thing. At first, I thought that. But then, obviously, the stats spoke for themselves, and yeah. also not even the stats, just the feeling of the team was right. just like KD's in the game. Now, now Steph is just like 
if you're if you're the dominant one on a team like A1 thought Steph was, you wouldn't take a, a back seat and right. now be relegated to doing all those crazy shots that you're doing versus KD. He can go inside, he can go, he can go outside, play defense. I'm like, he was truly the slim reaper. Well, and from an X's and O's standpoint, when you consider that they had a guy that they could finally throw a ball, throw the ball to on the foul line extended and say, get us a bucket. They never had mm-hmm. that guy before. All Steph right. scored a lot through motion and Clay scored a lot through motion, you know, uh, you know, post-ups every now and then. But they had to work a lot harder for their buckets before KD came. Oh, yeah. KD was right about saying they should have ran a lot more isolation last year. They had some trouble because they wanted to move back to how their offense used to be, but that just wasn't going to work. They didn't have the talent to do that. So now you're looking at them and it's you not, got – it's, like, it's not the fact they didn't have the talent. It's just that when you – They didn't. When you had somebody like a KD, that type of offense don't work with a guy. But like they him. didn't have the talent either because they lost players. That, and, it, and, Iggy, right. and Iggy was another year older with his back. And Livingston was another year mm-hmm. older with his knees. And, you know, they, they can't find a starting center worth the shit. Yeah, and didn't, 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 Livingston, didn't Livingston retire? Livingston no. retired, yeah. Yeah, but it was but the sad thing the sad thing about Livingston in that final year is that he couldn't hit that constant mid-range jump shot. And yeah. it's funny because the game is slowly converting back to mid-range. Well, you gotta think about it. Livingston had a lot of injuries, he was getting older. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we know that. It was yeah. just saying but for him being able to play was a blessing because that knee injury was yeah, it was at one point. Yeah, it was at one point that he was he was supposed to not never play again. But that's why when everybody called Golden State a super team, I was like, y'all got to relax. You got to remember, they've lost key players just to get KD there. They're not a super team. They're still going to have to play to the peak of their abilities to to beat teams. People don't realize, even with KD there, it was not a super team. It wasn't a super team. The last super team we've seen... I can't even think of the last super team. It's been a while. We don't we people say super teams just because there's a collection of talent in a starting lineup. You got to look at the bench too before you start calling people super teams. But right. you know, that's a story for a different day. I'm about to say that's just like people in Madden just look at overalls and like, <laughs> right. uh, there's more to that than the overalls. They still do that. I mean, is they, oh, of course they still do that. I mean, they ain't been a super team. They ain't been a super team in the NBA for decades. They're talking about super teams. You got to go back to like the '80s when the Lakers literally had two starting lineups to talk about super teams. Even the damn uh, Chicago Bulls weren't no damn super team, right? So people need to stop with that shit. The Lakers were never a super team. Super teams don't exist. I'm sorry, they don't. There's a team that's better than the rest of the uh, of the teams. That's but um, yeah, let's get into gaming in 2019. That's the last topic. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, gaming this year, if you look at all the games that came out this year, a lot of people was trying to say that this was a bad, you know, year. It was gonna be a down year. But from what I've been playing, it's been pretty good. Resident Evil Two. You had a couple other games that came out. Um, some games came out lately. I've been thoroughly. I'll put it like this: This is the first time I'm actually have been really enjoying gaming. Probably in the last four or five years, and not saying I haven't been enjoying it um, prior to that, but I'm talking about enjoying games based on what's coming out that actual year. I've been mostly enjoying gaming because of older games that's been out already. Like there's been new games out now, and I'm like, okay, I want to play that. I don't have to revert back to some shit I haven't played before. You know, um, I, I I'm enjoying it. 
and I hope next year is just as good. Uh, I don't think there's too many other games coming out this year no, that I, I know of. Um, I think everything's coming out like in the beginning of 2020. So I think for all the purposes, we kind of got what we're getting this year. And I, I'm actually impressed with what we got. Uh, what you guys think? Well, yeah. I, I, I look at the fact that Resident Evil 2 made it back, which was kind of crazy because it was just like, damn, we start off the year with a game that was one of my favorites when I was when I was a teenager. Right. So, that PlayStation 1 with the tank controls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody could beat those. But no, it, I definitely like that game. Um, I'm trying to figure out that because I know my gaming has kind of faded this, like, especially during the summer. But um, I'm like the sports year was kind of. I'm like the thing. It started off great, but it seems like it went downhill because you had more of these games trying to sneak in microtransactions and loot boxes. You had the hearings about whether it's considered gambling, and you know a lot of uh, companies backtracking to only try to put it back in later, and then. Right now, we have this overreaction to Death Stranding, and people are just going to town on a game, or or a few games. It's not just Death Stranding that they went to town on. They went to town on Gears 5. They went to town on... I don't even know why. That was a really good game. And that's that's the problem, is this that I think a lot of people... I I think the term is called backseat gaming. Matter of fact, Rome just says something on the lines of... Um, dude, you don't even have to buy the game. You can just watch it. It's a special. It's two for one. You can uh, experience the same thing. And I'm just uh, like, that's not the right. only. Time, that's the only, that is that that's BS. The only time when you honestly have to stream a game or watch a, a stream is something like if you truly have no interest but want to watch it, or you just can't get it at the time and you uh want to um watch it. I think just, people. I think honestly, just overall, it's like people have taken to backseat gaming and people just want to live vicariously through other people's experiences. And it's delusional to think that it's the same experience. It's just like Smitty wearing a helmet and the rest of us playing football. So it's just like, it's not the He's same right, thing. He's absolutely right. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Come on, Bill. You know you want to laugh. <laughs> these, there you go. These, these there views, it is. These views and opinions are not supported by all panelists on the first. But you laugh. And, and, and he's absolutely lying it. about that. He's absolutely lying about that. So don't don't take that. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like you know. Now we're living vicariously through others. And that's bad. If, to me, that's very bad. That's a bad sign for gaming going into the next gen because then it's just like, how do you really expand as a gamer if you just settle on just watching somebody? Like the people talking about, well, I've seen the game clips of Madden. That's enough for me. I'm like, right, well, that's, that's your loss or gain or whatever. Well, how much can we value your opinion if you haven't played? Exactly. We right. can't value your opinion very much. You're just sitting there talking about what you've seen, but you haven't experienced it. You haven't played it. You refuse to play it, but from a distance, you're just bashing, bashing, bashing the game. You can't take people like that seriously. Especially, like, just to throw this in, and I kind of ended this on in my blog, 
I'm like, people have settled for much less in real life. Yep. So <laughs> it's like, you know, you're rash in a game that basically got a B. If it was a test, you would have passed it and it would have been a good score. But, you so, know, hey, what, what, people what you, walking around with 69s everywhere. So <laughs> what, what, what is your thoughts about this um, game in general, um, gear, uh, Bills? I've enjoyed it. Um, I think Call of Duty so far, even with all its faults, has been my highlight just from the nostalgia aspect of it. Going back to their roots and putting out a real boots to the ground type shooter. Um, NBA 2K has obviously been exceptional this year. Madden was a pretty good offering gameplay wise. They're finally starting to get things together. Obviously, as we always know, around the time that these tournaments and shit start happening, they start putting everything in the game that yep. the real sim gamers want and leave it alone. Um, NHL, another good offering. Pez, another good offering. So all the sports games pretty much have been pretty good on the gameplay side of things. Oh, um, you want to gloat again about WWE 2K20? Well, and then, you know, I, I don't want to mention it, but, patch? you know, it was a patch that came, it was a patch that came out and, and took the, the game from a, a fucking February 2018 build to, <laughs> you know, the full game, so... You know, it's it's just in general, 2019 has been a pretty decent year. Not the best year in the history of gaming, obviously, but you know, it's pretty good last year for this console generation. Um, can't really complain. So, I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, my thing is like I, I played Resident Evil 2, um, played a few other games, played Gears 5, just got finished beating the campaign on um. Uh, modern warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing. I, I've been playing this. Um, this play. You playing on the hardest difficulty, or one of the hardest, hardest yeah, difficulties? Yeah, I'm playing on one of the hardest. You had issues yeah, with that yeah, juggernaut. That <laughs> I, was, I was pulling a kid's move at one point. Yeah, I'm playing on one of the hardest, <laughs> hardest difficulties because I know I didn't. I one thing about when I stream a game, I don't want to play on a difficulty that makes you just run straight through the game. I mean that that's no fun. I want to talk down by the juggernaut. I mean, I want to see my I want to see myself struggle a little bit. I want to overcome the game. I don't want to just play it on normal and just run through it and be like, hey guys, you know, I'm doing two streams and or or be tempted to start all over because you you messed up at a particular part, like I just seen in Kofi's live stream earlier. Yeah, I, I told that man go back get them packages and yeah, complete your mission. He did exactly that. Got an A grade. So yeah, I'm not trying to do any of that. I, once I start, it, it is what it is. If I fuck up, I just fuck up. I'm not trying to start over. I just take the L. But um, is it's a play. Let me tell you something. A plague's tale innocence. Very. I'm telling you, I highly recommend getting that game. That game is very, very good. It's way better than I thought it would be, and I think it's a perfect game to stream. I, I think I'm going to start – I think I'm just going to start over and stream that game. This is one – this is – I got it on PC. This is a game that I wouldn't mind double-dipping and getting a physical cop, a physical copy of. Mm-hmm. To me, it's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to get the PlayStation 4 version, and I think I'm going to stream that one because for some reason – I mean, I could stream PC games, but when I'm it's streaming – It's easier to stream on, P- on the console yeah, or well, yeah, mine Xbox for some reason. It, it's just – yeah, it's way easier to stream on consoles than the PC because um, when you stream on PC, you, you really have to have another PC to stream on. Yeah. Because it, 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 you don't want to put all that load on your PC by running a game and streaming from that same PC. You know, it, it just don't want to do that. So I'm going to probably get the game on PS4. Um, I'm debating if I'm going to just start over and just drop the PC version 
because I mean, it's it's not that big of a deal as far as graphics and performance. It's not that kind of game, trust me. And um, I'm thinking about just going to do it. I think people don't people aren't really playing the game, but I think if people watch me stream it, I think they'll become very interested in the game. I think it's that interesting and that good. And I don't like I said, I don't know about any other games coming out later on this year. Um, I do want to I do want to go back and play Sekiro. Um, I do want to go back and play it because I never got into it. I think Neo came out last year or something and like it's, that. And it's free right now, PSN. Yeah, it's, so PSN. So that's another game that um I want to try too. Well, that and the second, not necessarily the second Outlast, but it's Outlast Two. That's also free on PSN. Yeah, that's that's free this month too. But so I'm not uh, touching that game because my nerves won't be able to take it. <laughs> yeah, but um, um, I think I'm gonna just go ahead and um go back. Cause I think I'm already it's, it's so good. I'm already like I think I feel like I'm like four or five chapters in, but I I do not mind going back to go back go back and play and stream that game. I think it's really good. You know so, a game that I've gone back to, State of Decay two, and I, it was, it was I, heard, kind of, I heard that game is actually better than advertised. Yeah, it's it. I'm like it's gotten more difficult to play even on the regular because they've added in more zombie hordes and the whole uh, management aspect of it. I actually lost one of my characters just uh, what was it yesterday? Oh wow! I I went in thinking I could take this play card and it was I think it was the second play card, so it was a little bit tougher than the first one and just got overran with the blood plague zombies. And lost who I I was about to I hadn't picked the leader yet. And, and damn, what hell that came from? No, I'm I'm playing Street Fighter Three. Oh, cool three. Uh, but yeah, lost the who I was gonna pick was the leader, and it, you know, and you know, it's funny. It actually plays into this horror movie stereotype. I was gonna pick pick the black dude as the leader, and he's the first one to die. Oh, so you know what I, I noticed? You know what else I noticed? The black guy in, uh, in 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 Call of Duty Modern Warfare, he survived. And uh, yeah, I that uh, I, I know we're not supposed to be revealing spoilers and stuff like that. But I didn't uh, reveal the spoiler. I just said he survived. I didn't. How I, many people in the chat played Call of Duty yet? How many people knew that there was a black guy to begin with? If they played the previous Call of Duties, they would have already met him. Like I said, he survived. That's not a spoiler. Man, you dropping spoilers. That's not, <laughs> not a spoiler. But now, nevertheless, um, yes, mind you, mind you, right? The first time he streamed, I told him, "Yo, this mission is dope." Yeah, stop spoiling shit, man. <laughs> that was you, and no, I didn't even tell you what happens. Was. I was just like, "Yo, this level's crazy." Stop spoiling. It was, but um, you're still getting uh, shot by people um, underneath the bed. Doug Thomas said, "Games this year has been sexy." Uh, I don't know about all that, but um, Need for Speed Heat—that's another game I want to try. Um, I, I I need uh, Arcade Racer. Matter of fact, speaking of Arcade Racers, there's two of them out there that that you should try. Um, Dangerous Driving, and um, what's the other one? Horizon Chase Turbo. Those two arcade games are really now. You don't run from the cops or anything. Well, I think <laughs> you do. I think Dangerous Driving you do. It's like it's like how Burnout was. It's really like it's, it's a Burnout type game. But it's really good. But um, those are two games that came out this year. That uh, you know, another couple of games that uh, I highly recommend. Um, mm-hmm. like I say, it's just been a good game year for games, man. I I, I don't. I'm actually surprised because when we were looking at throughout the entire year, 
we really didn't think about it until now. Like it's November, and I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, well, damn, the 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 year's almost over. I don't know about any games coming out of November. This entire year has been pretty decent for games. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, look, Doug Thomas even says, well, you know, the black guy usually dies first. I agree. But so it's just a surprise he lives. Well, the sad part for me was that he, he was, I was going to pick him to be the leader. So I had to pick somebody else after that. And I, I picked the person that he was with because she wound up destroying the plague heart. The other guy, there was another person. I had three people up for a leadership role. And I picked her because she wound up destroying the plague heart. But yeah, I had one guy had, had a funny instance happen while I was playing. I had one guy come back from a long trip from across the map. And he was like dead tired or whatever. I don't know if that played any role in how this happened, but he wound up rolling the truck <laughs> into a pileup and it got stuck and it had a whole bunch of important uh, materials in there. So he had to abandon ship. At the same time, there were like two blood plague zombie hordes that were converging on him. So he had to hightail it out of there. Plus, this man had low stamina. So I got a yeah. question. Like, what the hell happened to a days gone? Or you days gone? I don't think it turned out to be a bad game. I just turned out to be not interested. I do need to go get that game. Nobody's even mentioned that. Like, game. You're right. Nobody talks about it. I don't I don't think overall. Nobody's talking bad about it. It just seemed like one of those games that okay, I played it, I'm done with it. But all that critical fact acclaim, that was too long. Like initially, when when people first saw that game, they're like this game is gonna be amazing. It got delayed. Then it came out, and I've just heard nothing about it. Right. I think I think the the zombie horde gameplay they could have. I'm like it was uh, it was disingenuous when they showed at E3 because yeah, obviously that really person was. was using unlimited stamina, and then come mm-hmm. to find out you have to. Uh, regain stamina, you have to spare your stamina that way. And then the other one was that they took the game choices out. Like, they took it out where they showed that, like, the f- everyone's played it by now, so it's not a spoiler. Like, the first uh, part that you come up on, that's a, that, that was a choice that you had to make. Spare him, leave him for the zombie horde, or shoot his ass. But yeah. they took that choice away. You got other choices that popped up later on, but they were really inconsequential. I swear, these motherfuckers are fucking frauds. I, I can't stand some of these people, man. Ooh. Yo, they talk all this shit about Terry Bogart being in Smash, and that's all everybody's playing with now. Mm. No, 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 not 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 people like W. Kemp. I knew he was cool, but yeah, throwing out names. His wrench was taken away. No, he's not bashing to the W. Kemp. Don't become some friends of the party. No, no, he's good. No, he's one of the few that actually was happy that Terry Bogart was in Smash. But you should have seen some of these people. They were like, "Who's Terry Bogart? I never heard of him." It's like the fuck. You don't know who S and K characters? Okay, why you make them sound like a twelve-year-old white kid? Because they are. That's what it's like. Yo, it's like now all of a sudden everybody wants to play with them. If you don't get your nut ass out of that bullshit, are you hard eight all of a sudden? No, I'm not hard eight. Like the only one that says nut ass. That's like people from. I think that's that's something that people from Philly say. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that. Uh, at one point I was watching that show. What is it? Two One Five Live and the little dude Peanut or whatever his name was. The little puppet. Uh huh. So nut ass. Guns on folks. Look at this bullshit. If you don't get your punk ass about it with that shit, talk about power dunk. It's not even called power dunk. Punk ass. Well, anyway, 
Um, what else y'all got? Y'all got anything y'all want to add, Lib, before we go? Uh, I, I have a comment to make about this TNT broadcast. I think it's dumb to have the shot clock uh, displayed at the free throw line. Okay. <laughs> Shit, I noticed that this year. I saw that and I was just like, who the... F- I'm like, I was looking at it, I was thinking it was like a faulty thing in the stadium, but I was like, that's a graphic? Why? They have a shot clock on the scoreboard, on the little sco- little uh, scoreboard thing at the bottom right. Why do you need a shot clock on the screen? Nobody's looking at the free throw line for their information about the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crazy. What, what what you got, Bill? Uh, nothing much. Thanks everybody for coming through. I don't have any other topics, but pretty good. I think, uh, pretty good. I think the topics that we had was pretty. You know, they, they who's the motherfucker he disliking our fucking. So loser came and keeps coming through oh, and, yo, and displaying yo, her feelings. Yo, I swear, man. That, I mean, it's cool. I don't. I don't. I, it's just. It, I just find it funny at this point. It's like somebody literally comes in. The, the 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 stream count goes up by one. They dislike the video, and the stream count goes down by one. <laughs> Yo, whoever came, I just want to say, whoever came and disliked our video and does it every week, your mom's a hoe and she's. Damn, loose. I was going to say that. And, uh, <laughs> and 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 yeah, I, I wish you, I wish you nothing but misfortune in your life. And yo, um, yo, I wish man. all the bad things in life happen to you and no one else but you. Yo, yo, I, yo, I hope they have insufficient funds on a food stamp card. Right, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, just, oh, I just find it so man. funny. It's like, I, who was in the who was in the um chat the, the earlier today with the um with the modern warfare? I think Tadal was there. Was it Tadal? Doug Thomas, one of the two. Well, it was Tadal because I was there. Like, yeah, because y'all was there, and like literally, you saw the count go up by one. Right, the dislike comes, and then the dis- then the count goes back down. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like <laughs> I just find it calm because I can't believe like this shit still to the to the one person like, that disliked the video. You're a bitch. You're yeah. a bitch. Your mom's a hoe. Your daddy never loved you, and uh, he said he was going to get cigarettes and never came back. And 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 that's that's all I have to say about that. Fuck him. <laughs> Like y'all are miserable human beings yeah, to find I, our podcast every week and dislike it. it. It's not even the fact that the thing is, it's not even the fact that this, they dislike it. It's the way they do it. It's like you can literally, like right now, I think at one point it was like at five people watching or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it went up to six. The dislike came, then it went back down to five. And then now it's at eight. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your mom's your, your mom's a whole, just, bro. I just find it so funny. It's like, really, this is what we're doing? Like, I, I, I just, I, whatever. I, everybody who came through, man, you know what it is. It's all love. We appreciate it. Um, Dude, I had to think. Rash, we just put that person through. Talking about right. I still been ha- I still got things in the works with uh, apparel. I've been talking to. Some, I just, I, I just haven't been doing it. I mean, these guys will tell you, I've been working late. I've been getting back late. That's some of the reasons why that the they had a couple cancellations on the episodes. I'm in the process of getting that changed at least by the end of the year. So probably by January, I want to get everything up and running where we can get some apparel, we can get some hoodies, we can get some shirts, get some bandanas, 
We can get you know all kind of shit like some bandanas. You know, yeah, we getting bandanas. We real out here. We trying to get all that shit. Uh, was right. They're probably, they're probably a subscriber. They're probably of course a subscriber. they're a sub. They get a notification every time we go live, and then they'll wait until they think we're not paying attention, and they'll go and dislike it. Then they'll sneak back mm-hmm. down to the basement where they came from. I mean, the way they do it, though, is like you see the, the you see the count go up one, dislike goes down, then they, you know what I'm saying? I hope I hope your mom doesn't pay the cable bill. No, look at that shit. Did you see this? They came back in and under. Ah. And- <laughs> yo, yo, I don't funny. care if you your dislike back. Your mom's still a hoe. Hey, they came back. That is cruddy. Keep that same energy, bro. You're mad because you got rolled. Yo, that is cruddy. Right? They just went back and undisliked the video. Now watch wow. that. Uh, watch, now watch when the, the stream is over. Oh, of course, they're gonna come back and dislike it. Right? They right. They're they're wait, like we we'll, we'll just avoid the fire. And then when the fire stops, I'll I'll dislike and then they will oh never know. Dude. You took the words right out of my mouth. Talk about social reject. Social reject. You had no friends in school. You weren't good enough to make the football team, and they were taking volunteers. You uh, fucking loser. You have to get picked on the girls' volleyball team. Right. Last to pick, get picked on the girls' volleyball team. Girls won't talk to you. They think you're awkward and your breath stinks. Fucking loser. I'm still on Section 8, too. Um, <laughs> and, your ma- and, and your mattress probably don't. We got a box spring. It's probably on the floor. Fuck they're probably they're probably laying. Wait, man, hold on, hold on. My my mattress is almost on the floor. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie, man. My mattress and box spring is on the floor. We took the things off the bed because you know when when Crystal was pregnant, she couldn't lean. She couldn't climb up to the top of the bed. So I took all the all that Wait. shit down. They Man, can't. And you know what? Sure. And you know what? When you have a box spring, it kind of like it, or when you have like the little thing or whatever, it kind of t- you attempted to put stuff underneath the bed. Right. Yeah. So exactly. It kind of takes that away. That was and, a bad habit I had. So I'm glad right. They should it. show who liked and disliked the video. Right. right. There it is. It's back. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking twat. Well, anyway, Optimus Goof, thanks for coming by. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't lift the bed back up because it was like eventually KB3 is going to be crawling. I don't need to be looking for him under the bed. So yeah, right. I've had many occasions when I was little, I would hit my head on those little, the metal ones. Imagine running your foot into that. Oh, God. Mm, no, or, I, your, or, your, or your damn shin. Mm, that's oh, why I, I had that happen at the pool. That's what got me. That got me. In, in, I still uh, got a scar. Let me tell you a quick story about. Tell you a quick story about that. I was about eleven or twelve, and I got up in the morning. I had to piss, and oh, I hit my God. shit on the side. I pissed oh. myself. I hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed myself. That shit hurt so bad. I was like, when what I did, I told my mom. I said, "Mom, I gotta go take a shower. I didn't piss myself." And you know what? Whoever left that dislike, I hope that shit happens to you. I hope you bang your shin on the bed frame <laughs> that you don't own that you're fucking renting right now, and I hope you piss yourself. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm um, I'm still debating if I'm gonna do Death Stranding or um a Plague's Tale. It's probably man, gonna be a you should do tale. Death Stranding because I'm telling you right now because I looked at I know Kofi has a has a a, a good following for. His channel size. He know, had bro. two thousand people in there. So you do a little hashtag Death Stranding. You're, yeah. you're gonna get some people. It's gonna be funny because this, this is the game that everybody's like. I need to see what's going on. Well, that's true. negative. That's true. That's true. But I, I think I think I people. Take who are, of that. I think people who would 
like really want to see a good game with a good story, I, I think a Plague's Tale is is easily the better game. But I, I don't get me wrong, the the more the, the curiosity is leaning towards Death Stranding because a lot of people want to see what the game's about. But a Plague's Tale is very good. It, I'm trying to roam that because you know gameplay is all that matters. So fuck that story. And plus, I like again just to talk about Death Stranding just for, uh, again. That those controls, I, I'm like I, I I haven't played the game. I can only see from what um, my viewing experience. I'm gonna just say it that versus gameplay experience from a viewer's perspective. I'm interested in how this game, uh, how the game mechanics and how the how, the the micromanagement of weight, your body weight, uh, weather. And all that, I'm interested in how that could be implemented in other games, like <laughs> like a Madden, as far as because like as looking at the running animations, looking at how he's leaning when he runs due to the weight he's carrying. I'm mm-hmm. just like, damn! I wish I had a lean when I was running with my certain running backs. That we like, can't. People don't. They want to turn on the. Well, they, but they had it. They had it in a couple of matches. That's what I'm saying. Madden 19, Madden 25, and that was it. It was either patched out or they just messed everything up with other things, and it went away. So, mm-hmm. you know how that goes on. Tuesday, we'll be back with more stuff. Q and A. We need to come up with a hashtag, man. A better way. ask first sounds like a response to me too. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Ask first just sounds like some Bill Cosby shit. Yeah, like, uh, can I touch you? Fucking Louis CK shit. All right, so yeah, exactly. So we need to come up with another hashtag. I'm trying. We'll we'll brainstorm. Probably at least Saturday we'll come up with one. Y'all come up with some questions. Um, like an AUA. Ask us anything. Yeah, that's that's a. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's People bad. might think we're dyslexic and trying to say AAU, though. Yeah, like, what you talking about basketball for? <laughs> <laughs> that just exposes them. Did you mean AAU? No, you fucking idiot. Why you guys can't spell? You guys need to learn how to spell. It's AAU. Like Why'd you make him sound like a foreigner? Because I am. Mean, <laughs> and now you got a thing against foreigners. <laughs> Yeah. Blind people, it. folks with disfigurement. Listen, I, I ain't got I ain't got nothing against blind, handicapped people. Oh, I'm just I'm gonna say it again. You have your if preferences, you right? If you cannot hear, don't put on headsets. Talk about you're gonna help me out in the shooting game. Build the wall. Right. He he won't be able to. Well, he or she won't be able to hear your insults. Well, I'm not gonna insult him. I'm not gonna do that. Where you're insulting him by saying you won't play with him. Well, they need to grow a pair of balls. I mean, everybody. Wow. Here, everybody wow. hears that. Well, look. Well, well, look. Have to worry about it. Look, if you ask Apex, if you ask Apex, we all need to grow a pair of balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're gonna see y'all Tuesday. We're gonna do a little bit of brainstorming about this Q and A because um, we do get some pretty good comments, uh, some good questions, but. I'm pretty sure you guys could come up with a little bit more. Nothing to take away from you guys, but I know our audience is uh, a part of A little of bit more savvy. Yeah. They, you, guys really are. Are. you guys are sitting on a lot of potential as far yes. as to, you know, query our minds. So yeah, y'all turn out to be the Jamarcus Russell of question action. Man, we, had, now, we had to do all that, Bill. God, <laughs> we had to do that talking about the Jamarcus Russell of anything. That's ass. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> gonna be that. Shoot. Oh shit. Well, we just try to be diverse, man. We just try to bring different things to the table, man. I mean, I think mm-hmm. 
like I said, you look at these uh these topics, you know, and I mean at one point all we did was just talk about Madden and 2K and, and, and developers and stuff, but now it seems like we're branching out. We're talking about players and their problems, you know, players um association with um the unions and the leagues and you know players and teams and you know we're just we're just trying to you know branch out and we want you guys to be a part of it. We don't want and to then, just oh go ahead DJ. And then on top of that, I'm like each of us have branched out to do our own individual things. I'm like right. mm-hmm. streaming, I'm writing, Bills is singing like a bird. Mm-hmm. So, hey man, <laughs> send send me that link because um I'm gonna go ahead and uh, once this um uh once this is over I'm gonna edit it and put your um blog in the description i'm gonna keep it in there for the upcoming episodes as well oh and and speaking of which i i've actually i created a website on uh wix that also showcase the blogs and i need everybody's input of what platform is better to view it on because i the fact i have both up and i'm gonna keep both up so i definitely want to see because i feel like the design on wix is a, is way better mm-hmm. but i want to know folks opinion on that like I said, DJ's doing vlogs. I'm going to get back doing vlogs. Um, all I, I got my, you know, I got my camera in here. I can use that instead of, you know, with, along with the live streams. You know, Bills do his thing on Twitter and he sings as well. So we're way more diverse than just trying to, you know, tell you that we got, you know, connections to devs to make the game better. Oh, that, you, 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 you ain't have to do all that, <laughs> or, or we'll be back. You, you, oh, you ain't yeah. have to do all that either. Yeah, we we don't we don't we don't we're not here just for that, man. We want to expand our horizons when it comes to gaming and sports. I mean, we're 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 men, and those those are two things that actually you know gravitate us to one another: sports and gaming. You know, and and if we were some hungry motherfuckers, we'd talk about barbecue. But I mean, I'm not doing barbecue. Trying to be like Jack and Johnny. We know we ain't trying to be like that. We ain't trying to be like that. That's no. We're, no. we're gonna slide out of here, and um, Tuesday that, will that be was the wrong wording to use wow. after that. Jack. <laughs> well, <laughs> also perfect. just to add one more thing, I'm probably the only one out of these, th- out of these two, that will talk about the political side of things. I know yeah. we tend to talk about it on our own, yeah. but you know, yeah, we had, that's uh, part of my blog as well. Is that I throw politics into it. Eventually, I'll drop an article about uh, political. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I think last Tuesday after the podcast, we had a pretty good conversation about it. I think, yeah. you know, yeah, Yatsu had a good conversation about it. He I was over there typing, typing, typing on the <laughs> yeah, he was the <laughs> Yo, right? Tell me why I got while these two were having a very deep political conversation. It's really about like societal type of conversation. I got through like at least three quarters of my article. Yeah, because I heard you, you just typing away. It's like I, at one point, I thought you was just like snitching on us or something. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you was like shaking. I'm like, oh. I'm a stenographer in my spell oh, in my spare my time. So <laughs> it didn't feel like that for a second. Yeah, it was like exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. He said he sounded like when you're in court and they're taking notes. Right, right. <laughs> Everything you say. Yeah, next oh, thing you know, on Saturday morning, you got to knock at your door or some shit like. Right. <laughs> Felt like I was the ops, like ravish on AG, AGS. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. All right, man. But we we going, man. We're gonna see y'all Tuesday. Um, Damn, that sounds like RDA too. I think everything. I think everything is um on the up and up. I shouldn't be out too late working. So nevertheless, even though we we're still on the run, so uh, we'll see you guys then. And um. And hit the like button and don't hit the dislike button. Yeah, remember if you dislike this video, you're a bitch. 
Damn. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll see y'all Tuesday. <laughs> Bitch, right. Peace out. <laughs>